Hi and welcome to Arrow Bandwidth. This is our annual trip to InfoSec where we get to talk to the best, most influential people in the cybersecurity industry. Sit back and enjoy the next few weeks of our brilliant coverage from this fantastic event. So, Steve, thank you for coming on and uh, to our InfoSec specials. So uh, just give us a little overview. What's your name and where'd you come from? Uh, good, thank you. Good morning. Thank you very much for uh, inviting me here as well. Honoured to be here, of course in uh, such salubrious company. Uh, I'm Steve Johnson. I'm the Regional Director for Northern Europe for Ruckus Networks, uh, an ARIS company, uh, which uh, could lead me into the, the first of uh, uh, the comments that I, I guess I should make, which is we're now fully integrated into ARIS. Yep. Um, we had uh, an unusual year last year, um, going through a number of acquisitions, uh, and have found our natural home uh, as the enterprise business unit of uh, ARIS. Fantastic. So. Let's jump straight into it. What does that entail? Because obviously I think a lot of us have always seen Ruckus as a, a sort of a very powerful technology for um, public sector, for sort of those mass scale wireless deployments. But give us a bit of an idea as to, I mean, I must admit, I've, I've personally used Ruckus in our London headquarters to sort of fulfill a, a very enterprise wireless need. But give us an idea as to what we're out doing before and what have you brought to the table that makes it that? Sure, what Aris was doing before. Yes, yeah, okay, yeah, sorry. So yeah. Aris essentially had two <coughs> business units. Um, one was, uh, they call it uh, the CPE business unit. Uh, and if anybody does recognize the Aris brand, because it's not a, a broadly well-known yeah. brand across the enterprise um, IT industry, where it is recognized, it's typically recognized there. So the CPE business is uh, essentially building technologies like home user set-top box uh, type technology, so video delivery, content delivery, uh, and in uh, many cases, Wi-Fi and broadband. They're one of the largest, if not the largest, uh, wireless broadband uh, technology manufacturers in North America, okay. uh, mm -hmm. as an example. So that, that's the CPE business unit. Um, the second business unit they had was cloud and networks. So what less people knew, um, a lot of people recognized Aris as, I, I think there's something, I, I need to check the stat, um, but I think there's something like a 50% chance that you've probably got some Aris technology in your home. Yeah, and under 30. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the thing people knew less of is they also build the, the networks that service those set-top boxes as well. Okay. Oh. So they have a, a very significant service provider um, and content provider um, customer base, whereby not only are they building the, the uh, consumer-based solution that's in somebody's home, but they're also providing and building and managing the complete network end-to-end that delivers that content as well. Right. And they've been very successful in that marketplace. Uh, and their market share is uh, very significant, um, you might say dominant. Um, and one of the reasons that they've acquired Ruckus Networks is, uh, well, there are several reasons. One is because we operate in a high growth market yep. um, and are a growing company. Um, the second is um, we're uh, wealthy in terms of the margin that we produce. So we're a um, successful business in terms of the, the profitability of the, the company. Mm -hmm. um, but the key thing is an entry into a new market and a diversification away from that um, video content delivery and, and cable-based technologies into an enterprise space. So Ruckus sits alongside the other two business units uh, and internally, externally the brand is obviously Ruckus Networks. Yeah. Uh, internally we're recognized as the enterprise uh, networks business unit. Okay, okay, that makes perfect sense. I mean. You guys essentially are fulfilling a, a space where it would have been difficult for them to sort of grow into organically. 
Uh, absolutely right. Um, and one of the more interesting things and, and the things I think that's made the acquisition uh, easier um, is the fact that Aris was already a partner of Ruckus. Mm -hmm. So uh, through Aris's professional services organization, they've also some experience of deploying large-scale Wi-Fi networks, uh, and they were uh, using Ruckus technology to um, deliver that. So um, places like uh, uh, the NASCAR track in, in North America <coughs> excuse me, um, has uh, been Wi-Fi, which you can imagine is quite a job. Yep. It's <laughs> internal, course, external, yeah. Um, yeah. all kinds of uh, interference uh, around the track. And it was Aris themselves that actually delivered that solution. Using With Ruckus the Ruckus technology? technology. Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. So they, they already knew Ruckus. They knew what we could do. They understood the proposition. They understood the, the technology value. Uh, and it made sense that it was a really, really good fit. Yeah. Could I just ask, for anybody who's not sort of familiar with that, that use, use case and yep. that reference, I, when, when I think of NASCAR, I, I think any of these sort of examples of technology deployed in, in, in the sports arena, yep. um, there's, there's typically sort of two approaches. There is delivering a service to the business, so the teams, Yep. And we see that a lot in things like NFL, NBA. We're starting to see it in stadiums in Europe as well. Yep. But then there's also that fan and that customer element and that customer experience. What what elements, w was it one, was it the other? Was it both from, from that NASCAR? I, I think it was both. And more NASCAR and more piece? we're seeing both as well. I, I think the trend that we're seeing locally in the UK mm -hmm. um, is very much more about the, the fan engagement. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And bringing the fan to an entertainment experience mm -hmm. that's digitally inclusive as well. Yeah. Um, one of the things that was talked about a lot in the early days when people were looking at stadium Wi-Fi and stadium connectivity <coughs> excuse me, was the opportunity yeah. to um, turn it into a direct revenue-generating opportunity. Mm. Whether you, you know, in the very early days, whether you could sell Wi-Fi, <laughs> sell access to <laughs> Wi-Fi, that has gone yeah. these days, of, of course. Um, or whether you could use it to um, do direct marketing, to sell tickets there on the spot, to... You know, if um, if your registered favourite player scores a goal, yeah. uh, then um, their shirts are twenty five percent off in the <laughs> shop for the rest of the day. That, that ah, kind of thing, yeah, and we, we've seen that kind of innovation as well. More than anything else, I think what more stadiums and sports teams and, and arenas generally, entertainment arenas generally, are, are looking to do is simply provide a, an excellent experience for whoever's yeah. paid money yeah. to be there. Um, so there are a number of stadiums around the UK. Interestingly. We're seeing a lot of the, um, I don't want to call them smaller, but let's call them mid-tier stadiums moving faster on this. Um, and there are one or two uh, rugby clubs yeah. that have the larger rugby um, yeah. stadiums, for example. Some championship clubs, one or two of the, the, the um, smaller capacity premiership league teams uh, are beginning to invest in this Wi-Fi technology. The challenge that they faced is um, similar to one that I mean, broadly across enterprise, many people have faced. I mean, Wi-Fi is a technology that's been around for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And it's very easy to fall into the trap of thinking all Wi-Fi is the same. Yeah. Um, and uh, a number of organizations and, and arenas, as well as all other enterprises and schools and every other kind of environment, have invested off the back of that misunderstanding um, in Wi-Fi that's lower cost, unquestionably, but doesn't deliver that high-performance Wi-Fi in challenging environments. Mm. I think this is the thing. It's not when I look at something like, like say, stadium and arenas. Yeah, yeah. You've got. It's not for me. Logically, it, it's not a unique scenario because you just mentioned schools. Schools as well. Mm -hmm. 
So you've got these patterns, whether they be daily, weekly, just at weekends, where you've got a massive influx and a massive change in usage pattern to that network. Yeah. And, and and having a technology that is is capable of delivering that expected experience to the user, whether yeah. they be a sports fan, a teacher, a pupil, a student, whether it be somebody in an enterprise setting, I mean, that's a massive challenge. Yeah. Yeah. And let's, let's be briefly honest, you know, if we take the, the stadium example specifically, the current cellular options just don't, can't cope. 4G just mm. absolutely dies yeah. on its arse. Like yeah, you can't even send a message. It's alternative that, that um, doesn't always work and, and uh, has its own challenges, particularly in the highest density when, it, when there is a mass uh, yeah. connection requirement. Uh, but you're absolutely right. It's not just stadium. It's, it's in every environment. So mm. if you kind of leap from stadium to almost the other end of the spectrum and, and look at the public sector and maybe a school, a, a secondary school, um, what we're finding, one of the reasons Ruckus has been very successful is because of the breadth of portfolio that we have in terms of uh, enabling the relevant connectivity, mm -hmm. <coughs> relatively low cost for classroom connectivity where you might only have 30 um, students per room. Um, so you need lower density access points, certainly lower density Ruckus access points. Yeah. Uh, but an ability to deliver um, specialized high density access points that can really accommodate mass connectivity um, and um, significant high density uh, in environments like lecture theatres or um, at the sports halls where there are big yeah. gatherings and, and everybody gets together. And also, of course, more and more, we're seeing schools' outdoor space being covered um, using Wi-Fi yeah. as well. Yeah, and, and some real innovation in terms of using that for, for sports as well. There's uh, a, a school in Dorset that um, I shan't name, but uh, streams live radio, uh, uh, rugby matches. Uh, video <laughs> using Wi-Fi technology <laughs> down on the sports field. Brilliant. That's uh, very, very cool. Pitch. It is it's, uh, very, very cool. Yeah. So we're seeing all this kind of innovation being formed, but the innovation is only really the thoughts and the desire and, and the creative will to do these kind of things mm -hmm. and, and be innovative like this has always been there. Um, but the Wi-Fi capability hasn't, or well, yeah. it, as far as I'm concerned, of course it has with Ruckus, but people are finding their way to Ruckus to enable these things yeah. at the moment. Um, and that's what's led us essentially to the, the vertical focus that we have. We're, we're laser focused in a number of key verticals. Well, this is one of the things I love though, because um, if you look at, it's, it's not often, you know, people's imagination is limited by that accelerating technology, that underlying sort of, if I could do this, then I could do all these other things. Yep. And it's really fascinating to hear, you know, Wi-Fi being that sort of, uh, or more importantly, connectivity being that sort of, opener of people's imagination. I think one of the things I've really enjoyed about this conversation so far has been very little of it. In fact, almost none of it has been about the technology. It's about all the cool I'll things. I'll get there, Dave. That's thank you. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was saving <laughs> that question. But it's been, but it's all been about, and, and this is, you know, if we think Wi-Fi, you know, Wi-Fi is, is, is highly commoditized right now. Let's be honest. You know, we've all got it in our houses. We rely upon it every single day for almost everything. It's but another actually, utility. But it, it, we expect becoming. it like we expect running water. But what's quite nice is the conversation we've just had has been all about the the outcome and the innovation that's been driven by good quality enterprise class Wi-Fi and connectivity. You know, you've said it, retail and and sort of innovation in schools and education. It's fascinating. Well, we're living in um, a, a, it's a phrase I've heard used before that the gigabit economy, or we're trying to move to the gigabit yeah. economy. What does that mean? That means every one of us being connected at gigabit-type speeds, yeah. uh, as in having no coverage problems, no latency problems, wh whatever kind of traffic it is that, that you're looking to um, use. Um, 
And the only way you can enable that is by ensuring that the Wi-Fi is capable of delivering it. Yep. Um, and to do that, you do need, I'm not going to talk about the technologies, but you do need certain technologies built into your Wi-Fi network um, to allow the, both the capacity in terms of the number of users and the number of devices to connect, but also the amount of bandwidth that the, the access points are going to be delivering as well. Uh, and this move into the gigabit economy is, um, it, it kind of feels like the market is coming to ruckus at the moment, I, I guess is a good way of putting it. Because the two areas where ruckus um, absolutely wins and significantly differentiates, so I'm going to pull you up on the Wi-Fi is commoditized um, comment. Good, good, M good, good. Mu much That's why you sat in the middle. M much wi <laughs> much Wi-Fi is commoditized, but not all Wi-Fi is commoditized. And cool. And not all Wi-Fi is the same. Not all Wi-Fi is born equal, eh? Exactly. And uh, the areas where ruckus certainly differentiate and have always had very high success rates in, in terms of uh, giving customers excellent experience and, and, and delighting uh, channel partners as well, um, are one where Wi-Fi is really, really important to an organization. Uh, and a good example of that um, has been the recent uh, growth in investment in Wi-Fi, and it's a market we're very successful in um, for that reason, in hospitality. So there was a time where Wi-Fi in a hotel was kind of a nice to have, and it was a best effort, and you know, if you couldn't download your email one evening, remember those days? <laughs> yeah. th then you just wander down to the bar and maybe have a glass of wine or whatever it was. Today, if I stay in a hotel that and, and I can't download email, or even, you know, these days, download whatever film it is Stream I want to watch. Stream films, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I simply won't stay in that hotel I again. I could not agree more. And yep. that is one of my biggest bugbears, that exact, exact, exact thing. Yep. So, you know, I, I would rather have a slightly grottier room, but really, really fast connectivity. Yes, uh, 100%. It's ridiculous, isn't it, when you think about well, that? The world's that's turn, we're living in the gigabit economy. Tech. We, we are, gigabit we are. I didn't even realise I was living so in the gigabit economy. Uh, well, welcome to it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so uh, that's one of the top three items that's ranked on TripAdvisor these days. So yeah. hotels have been forced to move from low cost, you know, treating it as a cost centre, yeah. um, to... Uh, excellent and um, investing in the very best technology they can in those environments. And as I say, Ruckus has a very uh, high market share there. So one of the markets where um, we differentiate successfully is where Wi-Fi is really important. The other is where it's really hard. Um, so Stadia is an excellent example of that. You know, that moving from an environment and trying to design for an environment that um, six days a week and, and probably 20 hours of the, the, the seventh day has nobody in it at all to having 50,000 people, 70,000 people, 75,000 people all rammed in. Many um, want to connect. Typically, it's between 25 and 30% and connectivity at peaks, at absolute peaks. So you're talking about tens of thousands of people all trying to use that network. One, it really has to work because you've, you've got like a two or three hour period yeah. each week where you have to deliver that excellent experience. Yeah. But two, it needs to work for all of those tens of thousands of people because you can't leave some behind. Um, so the two areas where um, Ruckus really differentiates where it's really important and where it's really hard, and the market is coming to us because wh where is Wi-Fi not important these days? That I, I'm not aware of an organization point. that, that um, wouldn't be impacted if their Wi-Fi wasn't working or if only some of yeah. their employee staff... You're right, it it's absolutely mission critical now. It, it, it is the enabler for all uh, other aspects of... of uh, digital experience. Mm. You're right. I mean, it's crazy. Last last week, I was in the Lake District. Um, we're up in Northern Lakes, little coffee shop, not part of a chain. Lovely, really nice. Yeah. Specifically went in it because it wasn't a chain. It was charming. Cha it was charming. Yeah. <laughs> and it was full of dogs as well. So that was the other reason. 
Um, the first thing we did when we walked in, four of us all logged on to the free Wi-Fi. Yep. We just expected that the coffee shop had Wi-Fi. And this is in the back of beyond. Yeah. And do you know what? A couple of years ago, would never have happened. Yeah. yeah. But now it's just, like you say, it's just an expected part of the service being delivered. But it has to work. Yes. Imagine walking into that charming, beautiful, idyllic uh, coffee shop environment with uh, if it four of you, so with kids or another couple. Yeah, or two kids. Yeah. Two kids, okay. Walking in and seeing what, oh, brilliant, they've got Wi-Fi. I've been up and over the hills all, all yep. day. You know, I've, I've my legs are exactly what it was. It was a perfect cup of coffee. I'm absolutely, this is just the perfect scene. Imagine that experience if the Wi-Fi didn't work. Yeah. Two kids go, Dad, I can't get online. Dad, I can't get online. Yeah. Dad, I can't get yeah. online. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, it must help the retailer in some way because it means that then and there, I can um, post some pictures on Instagram or check in on Facebook and all of these sort of social interactions which then drive more people to my business in in real time. You know, mm. if people are going, oh, you know, so, you know, because obviously when you do things like the Google searches or Facebook searches now for restaurants near me, it tells you all the people that have just been there and yeah. really like it. Yep. You can go, all these people were there this morning, and they said, oh, a great cup of coffee, let's go there. What, mm. w- what beats a recommendation from somebody else? Well, it, exactly. In some cases, Absolutely. a recommendation from somebody you don't even know. It, yeah. Yeah, it You'll never meet them, but yeah. somebody took the time to say, I really like this. Well, and especially, as you say, when people take the time to say something's good, it is really good. Because let's yeah. be honest, most of the time, people take the time out to complain. Yeah. And as you say, if you're not connected, if you don't have connectivity, which, let's be honest, in some, some of these areas you still don't, as far as yeah. the G's are concerned, yeah. Um, yeah, it makes perfect, perfect sense. And that small little coffee shop's um, an <coughs> ideal example of the, the customer base that um, we're selling our, our recently launched public cloud platform into as well. Uh, and that engagement uh, is enhanced through the ruckus cloud, mm. through the ability to have, I mean, it's built for simplicity, it's intuitive, it's very easy to use, very much built for the app generation. In fact, you can manage it using an app. I've got the app on my phone now. <laughs> Um, and I can u- manage my home Wi-Fi, which I love doing during the school holidays, just to freak <laughs> the kids out every yeah. now and then. But it, but it, what it en- enables is for that small coffee shop, or even if there's two or three of them, or whatever yeah. it might be, um, to use uh, to get access to a, a grade of Wi-Fi that they won't have had access to before, from a cost point of view. Yeah. yeah. Um, and deliver that excellent user experience for the consumers, the customers, and the people in there. Also gain the indirect benefit of them posting little pictures of the charming idyllic coffee shop or yeah. you know how great the coffee was. But they also have the opportunity to engage with that customer as well. So built into the Ruckus Cloud platform is a captive portal that the owner, and even, as I say, it's built for the app generation, even somebody who's not really IT literate but has one quick look at it will be able to build their own captive portal, for example. So put the, the logo of the, the coffee shop, if they want to put that on there. There's an opportunity to, to put a banner, say, I, I don't know, two for the price of one full English breakfast today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, change it very, very quickly at lunchtime to say free Coke with every fish Fantastic. and chips that you order and all of these things. Very, very simple to use. Absolutely um, built and suitable for SMB. I mean, we're selling it into larger organizations as well but particularly retail, particularly schools as well. Organizations that have um, very low and lean IT resources, yeah. but still need to deliver, because Wi-Fi is so important to everybody, still need to deliver that excellent uh, Wi-Fi experience to, to guests, employees, users, whatever it might be. Fantastic. Well, look, Steve, thank you ever so much for coming on today. Are we done? Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Well, go, that's flown by. I've really enjoyed exactly. it. Exactly. Good. good to see you again, no, gentlemen. That was Absolute really, pleasure. really, really good. good. Thank, thank you very you. much. Fantastic. Cheers, Cheers Steve. Thank you for listening to this InfoSec Security Special. 
We're going to be back next week with more coverage from this fantastic event. Stay tuned and speak to you then.